Hello and welcome to the Gambler Racing Podcast. I'm Selectabet and I'm joined for a racing double bill by Paul Gallagher, who's otherwise known as the Voice of Value. How's it going, Paul? Yeah, brilliant. I'm looking forward to the National Hunt stuff getting underway. Yeah, we uh, didn't manage a podcast last week, but it's a good weekend to get back in the saddle, as they say. Um, and this weekend we've got was effectively the start of the National Hunt season proper, I guess. Yeah, this is it. This is when the, the big guns start to appear again. Um, we're back at Cheltenham HQ for a couple of uh, a couple of good days racing. So it feels like it's really it's it's the switch over this week from sort of Champions Day uh, last week with the flat switching across now to the beginning of the, the sort of as you say the jumps race proper. Yeah, and we've got a bumper podcast this week. We're going to have a look at the best bets from effectively ITV's coverage of Cheltenham over Friday and Saturday. Um, so plenty of racing on the telly. I think there's also racing from Doncaster, but we're going to focus on seven of the eight races from Cheltenham. Yeah, that's it. I, I thought it was worthwhile doing the uh, the double header and getting out early because there's there's plenty plenty of good stuff on the Friday. So if we can give uh, give listeners a a few tips, hopefully, for Friday and Saturday and make it a profitable weekend, hopefully. Yeah, we're going to have a look at three races on Saturday, four, sorry, three on Friday, four on Saturday. Um, so if you're listening to this after Friday's racing, then probably best to just skip ahead um, to later on the podcast to catch Paul's tips for Saturday. But we're going to start with the 150 at Cheltenham. Uh, <laughs> and it's a seven-run affair, but you think the outsider might have it within him to spring a surprise. Yeah, I thought it was a big price. Um, horses Domaine de Lille, I think it, it's pronounced, um, French or French pronunciation. Um, I just thought I'm not going mad on this, but I just thought um, it was it was probably not the right price. Um, Domaine de Lille um, is a pretty experienced jumps horse and is rated quite highly over um, over fences. I think it's got a rating of about 146. It's 146 over. Um, for fences, that's that would make him one of the better horses here. Um, even if some of these do improve a bit, um, so I was just quite surprised to see um, the sort of price that he's, he's available at sixteen to one. Um, it perhaps suggests um, it's his first race of the season and he's going to be taking it easy. I, I don't know. We'll see. But I just thought a small bet at sixteen to one, maybe even just a win bet, because um, it's seven it's seven runners. Or you could try the the bet three six five each way extra. They sometimes do do that and they, they, they drop the price but you might get 12 to 1 or something for three places each way but um, I just thought um, it was a, it was an interesting one he gets weight from all the others as well um, he's carrying t- 10 stone 12 mm-hmm. um, and all the others have to carry extra weight um, some younger horses than him less experienced uh, I think he's likely to run a decent solid race um, given his experience um, and and a few of the others will have to have to run quite well to beat him um, if he runs to his sort of his sort of standard. Yeah, well, it's like one of those races where it's just a shame that there's not eight runners. Otherwise, you would have been all over it. I, I guess well, each way money. Yeah, it would be ideal. Um, but it's with the seven runners, so it's just a, a sort of tentative, uh, a tentative small win bet on Demain Delille and hope that uh, hope that he outruns the the large sixteen to one odds. I'm actually seeing some eighteen to one um, at Unibet and Skybet at the moment, so um, potentially even more bang for your buck. Okay, next up is the two twenty-five at Cheltenham. Um, it's a three-miler, and 
I'm not sure is the favourite, certainly up there in the yeah. betting is Galvin this time. Yeah, Galvin has actually been quite well supported since I, since I looked at it earlier on today at lunchtime. Um, he's come in the betting a bit, sort of opened up five to two. I was hoping we would get two to one, but there's not a whole lot of that available. Just as I just as I look through it now, um, it might be it might be seven to four uh, about Galvin fifteen to eight would be at the moment, but we'll we'll call it seven to four as the tip. Um, pretty strong uh, favourite here. I'm quite quite confident about Galvin. Um, Fairly classy um, Irish trained horse and Gordon Elliott sending over, sending over for this novice chase. Um, it's already had three runs <clears throat> um, during the summer uh, and then most recently, about uh, two weeks ago at Tipperary, it's won three in a row, albeit those weren't particularly high quality chases, but it's, it's good that Galvin now has that experience um, under his belt. I think he should do pretty well uh, over fences this season. Um, the other horse in the race that I quite like is an old sort of friend of mine, horse called Doctor Duffy, who I've followed in the past. But um, I, I would expect him to do reasonably well. But he's he's one you just cannot trust. Um, he fell last time out actually. That he's um, he comes second when he should win. He's he's just unreliable, <laughs> uh, and and he's also um, he's not got the class I think uh, of Galvin. I think Galvin's a, a level above. Um, so I'd, I'd be fairly confident. There. I thought I would I would have Galvin closer to even money, and actually. With the money that's come for him, um, it might end up being about that, and end up going off about even money. So we get on just now while there's still seven to four available. Okay. Um, next up is the three o'clock. It's a uh, much bigger field in this one, and you're looking at Fix Sun. Um, What's well, an unexposed type at the moment? Yeah, so it's, it's a much more competitive um, handicap hurdle. This one. Um, yeah, fixed fixed sun is not a great name. Can it doesn't really <laughs> it doesn't all. I keep wanting to put fixed this and I want to put a then in the middle. But anyway, um, we will not complain if it, if it wins. Um, yeah, a five year old improving um, was a was a novice uh, hurdler last season um, and looked pretty impressive, albeit not in. Fairly, uh, it's a fairly uncompetitive races basically, um, so. You know he's a sort of an unknown in a sense, but he's got plenty of improvement in him, I think. And uh, I was surprised to see there was some ten to one available earlier. I think that's been clipped in a bit. Um, but you might you might just sneak some ten to one, if not um, nine to one, eight to one. Um, it's still good value bet for me. And there's plenty of firms um, paying extra places. I see Hills and Skybet are both paying six places each way in this. And they're both eight to one, so I think that's a, a cracking each way bet for a, a progressive force trained by Nicky Henderson, um, Simon Minier, um, and Isaac Swade. Owned, you know, you know that they they'll not be dealing with um, crap horses that, um, that are just going to bottom out. They'll be looking to improve for the season and really kick on, potentially be turning into a graded horse. Um, so I would, I think, Fixus Un could win this on its way to to bigger and better things. Is uh, Nicky Henderson's other horse in the race hijack uh, a threat? Yes, yeah, similar price or a slightly shorter price actually. That one, um, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put, have much between the two. I think actually Fixon is potentially a better horse, um, so I would, I would have them probably switched around in the bait, and I would have fixed the sun a bit shorter than than hijack. Okay, the ITV coverage finishes up with the three thirty-five at Cheltenham, but there's not much in that that you. 
No, just um, I quite fancy Rouge Fief probably the, the, the favourite um, is the obvious one there. There's some 92 available. That's probably fair, a fair enough price, about right. Uh, so I wouldn't go mad on that. But if maybe each way multiples or something, you could chuck, chuck a Rouge Vief in. So that takes us on to Saturday. And as I say, ITV have also got racing from Doncaster. They've actually got a couple of races from Newbury. So there's nine races on TV. So we won't have to move too far from the sofa on Saturday. No, um, we're no, going to, it looks like it should be a cracker. We're going to focus on the four races at Cheltenham. And the first one up is a five past two. And you're looking at the Harris Skelton team to deliver a winner to get us off to a good yeah, start. They're in pretty good form at the moment, the Skelton team. Um, and they've got the favourite here, a horse called All Mankind. Um, so this is a race where um, I would expect the, the highest rated horse to, to do pretty well, and, and that is All Mankind. I would actually have this one, sort of similar to Galvin um, on Friday, to have this one a lot shorter uh, than 7-4. So I think that's pretty good value. Um, there's one or two others in the race that have got a bit of quality about them, um, but it's not particularly strong. Um, and you know, there's not that, there's not many runners. I think there's seven declared, um, and you can probably discount one or two of them straight away. So, all mankind to me looks pretty strong. Looks the sort of class horse in the field, and I think the others would need to improve um, quite a bit to beat them. So that's a fairly confident selection again. Um, yeah. So, all mankind's what, 74. I see about a 94 available at Mister Play, but I'm not sure if that's an error on the odds grid or not because. Um, all Mankind's also as short as 64 with the likes of Paddy Power and Betfair. Um, Probably be gone by the time we, <laughs> the time we get to it. <laughs> I dare say it. Um, so, I don't know about you, but I'm shaping up to a nice wee treble here with Galvin, All Mankind and your next selection. Um, yeah, I think that's tempting. Maybe do the doubles in the treble on these yeah. three. Um, so, yeah, the next one in the 240 is a horse called Pylon. Um, maybe we should Pylon. Um, I think... This one's good. it was second at the at the festival um, when last seen um, and just to me looks like uh, the one to beat in this actually um, looks pretty pretty good quality. Um, they've got Southfield Stone priced up as the favourite, but um, I would actually I would be more inclined to think that Pylon um, is the favourite. Southfield Stone um, hasn't been running. In, in quite the same quality of race, in my opinion. A decent second in the, the Pendle Novices chase last season. But um, I think Pylon looks like a real horse that could kick on this season. Um, so I'd, I'd be I'd be quietly, quietly confident he can make a, a winning start over fences. Um, and I think you're getting 9-4 to four pretty widely available. Um, so yeah, I, I see it pretty much as a two-horse race. Not that Fusey is a, a decent enough horse as well, the third favourite for, for the Skelton Yard, but for me it's um, it's all about pylon. Yeah, hopefully that will be the winning third leg of our, our treble. Um, I should mention as well, one other thing to note about pylon, sure. um, gets, a, gets an extra £5 in weight from Southfield Stone and not that Fusey, so that that's another... Um, big yeah, fact in the box as well. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I should have mentioned that. Okay, next one up's much more like a voice of value bet for me. Uh, Champion Court, which is trading around twelve to one at the moment. Yeah, the cracking race. This um, I managed to narrow it down to seven of them. <laughs> so uh, yeah, no, there's there's an old friend there, Honest Vix, an old uh, an old friend. I think we backed him at like thirty threes or something at the festival, and um, yeah. when he ran into a place for us, and um, there's quite a few that that are. 
that are sort of in with a shout. So it's a it's an each way bet and, and get the extra places because it will be quite competitive. Um, but Champagne Court is the one I've come down on. Um, too big a price, really. He is another one who's actually um, rated quite highly over um, over fences, but comes back now into handicap company. Um, I want it's, it's I'm not sure whether they're just doing that to get his season started off. They did that last year. Um, ran him at Chepstow where he finished he finished second uh, in a hurdles race and then went over then went over fences after that. Um, and that was a decent race um, at, Chel- at Chepstow, excuse me, that last year when he ran well. So I have no reason uh, to doubt that he'll do the same again this year. Um, and he's actually on a, a much lower handicap mark compared to his his, fen- his chase mark. Um, that he would be if it was if it was over fences. So I'm surprised to see sort of twelve to one available about Champagne Court. I think that's pretty pretty good value, and uh, I think it'd be there or thereabouts. Although it's a, as I say a pretty pretty strong race, one that I'm looking forward to watching. Mm-hmm. There's a few names I think in there that we've uh, we've had money on over the, the course oh, of doing the podcast. Friends, so, um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> none of them come back to bite us. No, um, Neville's Cross is another one that's pretty good. To be fair, is in there as well, but they're fairly they're fairly short prices, I think, compared to Champagne Court. Um, there's sixteen to one available with Bet three six five, but I think the sensible thing to do is probably take the extra places, um, and you're getting six places with Hills at twelve to one. So that's I think that's probably how I would play the race. Yeah. Okay. And last but not least, we've got the. 350 at Cheltenham, which is titled the Matchbook Betting Exchange Handicap Chase, uh, and another each way shot in this one for you. Yeah, um, good old Frodon's in this race, so yeah. regular listeners will know that I uh, always tip Frodon when it loses, and then uh, <laughs> fail to tip it when it wins, much to my disgust. So I'm going against Frodon in this, um, he, he's tended to to be better after he's had his first run of the season, uh, or at least that's what I'm convincing myself. And he's a little bit short at five to one anyway in a, in a, a sort of fairly open race, and he has to give weight away to every other horse in the race. So the one I quite like um, off a lower weight as an each way shout is a horse called Cloth Cap. Um, listeners might remember Cloth Cap was placed in the um, air. Uh, I was going to say the Air Gold Cup and he switched out of flat mode <laughs> the, the Scottish Grand National here um, and a, a decent staying chaser who I expect will be uh, carrying a nice low weight today because Frodon's off such a high weight so I expect Cloth Cap to run pretty well um, and, and at least get a place for us and that yeah there's a few firms offering I think extra places certainly Sky are offering four places so maybe that's the place the place to go, but uh, yeah, cloth cap about eight to one available just now, I think. Okay, and uh, it was a decent each way race that one, so I think you know, at that price, it's got to be worth worth taking on. Yeah, I think so. Just I just from a throw on perspective, first yeah. race of the season, probably not the best time to back him, um, and, and a bit short price. Sure. And there's, yeah, there's there's plenty of others that are getting weight, um, so uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough ask of top top weight to win first time out um so yeah that's just basically that brings loads of others into it then when you when yeah. you think that yeah good stuff we rattle through them pretty quickly tonight um no problem at all yeah can you just give us a wee recap then of your tips for friday and saturday i can indeed so friday we've got the 150 domain de lille um 16 to 1 and that's a small win bet 225 galvin 7 to 4 win bet and three o'clock, fixed sun, eight to one each way. Three thirty-five, no bets. And if you're doing multiples, maybe throw in rouge beef each way. 
Saturday, 2.05, All Mankind, 7-4. That's also a win bet. And then completing your sort of win treble is uh, the 2.40 is Pylon at 9-4. 3.15, competitive handicap. It's Champagne Court for me, 12-1 each way. Take the extra places. And finally, the 3.50 is Cloth Cap, 8-1 also each way. I know we mentioned that potential treble. Is that something you normally do? Is bet across both days, or are you yeah, if you can, if you can get on, if you can get on early and do it, yeah, I'd see no, see no problem. That's you're, you're you're giving yourself a better chance, picking out your best bets from each day and combining them. So yeah, that's a bit of fun. Trying to do that at the festival when I can as well. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, fingers crossed. There's probably an each way. There's probably an each way uh, treble there as well. With yeah. Fixed Sun, Champagne Court and Cloth Cap. I'd maybe leave Domain Delilah out because we're sort of taking yeah. a part and it's not a great each way race. But so you could do an each way treble and a and a win treble with the, the sort of the other six. Mm-hmm. Okay, Doc. That's us for the recent podcast this week. If you want more, t- be sure to follow him on Twitter, uh, where he his handle is at the Voice of Value. Um, you can also find him posting on MrFixitsTips.co.uk uh, every weekend as well. So make sure you look out for his tips over there. And that's us, Paul, for this week. Back next week, and uh, best of luck with your tips over Friday and Saturday. Yeah, good luck to everyone. Enjoy the racing. <laughs> <laughs>